Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hello, welcome to the Canicuck Institute again. You've got Keith Chanty right here in Branson, Missouri coming at you. We are going to continue with Lauren and Chris, and we are so excited to have them here. They are alumni. They are in, let's see, 15 years ago, they are in the Institute. They have, uh, when they left the Institute, they both were seeking their careers, K-Life, light bearers. They were faithful. They had been equipped, and that no matter what they did next, they were ready to go and do what God called them to do. And then God showed up in this relationship for them that they fell in love with one another, and they began to say, you know what, what are we going to do next? And they began to pray and fast that God's will would be done. And they began to ask God to give them the means in which they needed to do what they needed to do next. And then they became faithful to go wherever God called. And he called them to go be missionaries. And I'm going to tell you guys, it was um, it was so fun watching them get ready to go and to become what God called them to go and do for the glory of God. So Chris, I just want to ask you, how did you know that you needed to go and take your wife to a third world country? How did you know that? And kind of tell me a little bit about that journey next of raising your family where you've raised them now. Yeah, I think it's tying this into the the Institute, the equipping of the biblical story of, of coming to the Institute and realizing that the, the Bible is one continuous story yes. of God's glory. And then in through that, uh, I think even even some of those, I, w- I will say uh, it was probably taught. I maybe didn't pick it out. It didn't jump out at me until maybe later. But that in that one continuous story that you see God calling for his glory to be known through all the earth, mm. God calling for salvation to be made to, to all peoples of the earth. And so as we walked through that process and we said, God's scripture is really clear, as Lauren said in, in the last podcast, you know, we we decided and landed on this paradigm of willing to go, mm. preparing to go, but willing to stay. And so, as we as we made that leap and to go, okay, how are we going to do this? I think looking at Lauren and look and myself and our marriage and and like you alluded to, how did you make this decision to say our family is going to go somewhere yeah. really far? And I think it comes down to the mystery of Genesis three that talks about yeah. the two will become one. Yeah. And really, and I know this isn't a marriage podcast, but I think that's a key part of that. Is I go, like it. I really, uh, really pressing that and believing that if the Lord is calling me, he's calling equally Lauren. Mm. And so the, the the trust to go, I'm not dragging Lauren into this. And uh, we need to be so equally and completely unified mm. that really in this, and you can hear her story a little bit in the first, the mm. first episode of this, you know, in some ways Lauren had ahead of me, been excited about the nations before yes. me. And so there was a unity and it wasn't necessarily pulling you, right, Lauren? Yeah. I mean, it was... Lauren, were you right. excited about Chris's decision to maybe stay there? Was this a... Did y'all come to kind of this unified answer to that? Yeah, I would say we were both 100% unified. And I just I actually it. said to a girl at the Institute after we spoke that both husband and wife need to be 110% mm-hmm. confident and the Lord will do that, right? Because if he's calling, he's calling yeah. both of you. And a friend actually has said to me since we've had kids, um, but this is just a good thing to hear even for those that, that have kids or are thinking of going, if he's calling us, he's calling our entire family. And so That's he's right. calling our children. And we've had the privilege to see what a joy it is to raise our children overseas. Yes. And we love that for so many reasons. There's just so much of 
of God's grace and, and in that and so much that our kids see of God's glory yes. in in this country. And so it's it's just a joy and a privilege for me to raise our three girls there, to homeschool them there, to bring them along into ministry and to come back to the States and have the kids even be sharing with people what they know of what God's doing over there. And so because he's called us, there's just so much grace that he's given to this being just a um, a life that we love and that you we're thriving in by God's grace. And and it's not always easy and it's not always perfect. And there have been really hard seasons, but, but we've seen God in that. One of the things that you said a while ago is that God doesn't just call. It's just you and your husband. But it's also your brothers and sisters, your mom, your dad, grandmas, grandpa. It's all of y'all. Because you are making a decision that's going to affect everybody. How did talk a little bit about that? How did everybody receive when y'all came and told them, "Hey, we're going to become missionaries"? Uh, I think we'd say our families were supportive with the concept, and then as the rubber began to meet the road, uh, it's just hard. You love yes, each other, is. and Lauren and I are really thankful to have great families and great relationships. So the concept sounds great. Yes, yeah, you're serving the Lord, and then the thought begins to sink in, like you alluded to, yeah. and you go like. Wait, that means my grandkids are probably going to grow up very, very far from me. Um, so, it, you know, we were thankful to have supportive families, but I think it was probably six years in that my mom finally stopped asking when we were moving home, uh, which, you know, it's it's because of love. That's good to hear, Chris, because, yeah. you know, we sometimes think that that's just going to go away, but it doesn't, you know, in the no. sense... Y'all had to help them understand, we love you, mom and dad. So much love. So much love. And I can see it in you guys. But y'all love God so much that you go, this is our calling. This is where God has to take us. We can't be content if we're not doing this. And so I love that. And your parents have all come on board of that. Yeah, super supportive. Our parents love us, pray for us, support us, visit us. Um, love us when we come back to the States, love on our kids. And, and so we're really, really grateful for that. Mm. And that, and you know, we, we've got friends that are, uh, in the field as well that don't have that. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, the, you're still needing to be obedient to yes. the Lord if your parents are opposed to that. Yes. But we're very thankful that, yeah, our parents and my mom, she still once in a while sneaks in a question when are you moving home, but <laughs> we know that it's rooted in love. Well, I, and I do understand that because that's just the way we are. I'm a grandparent now and I go, mm. I, I want my kids home. And, yeah. you know, no matter where your kids are, we always wish they lived right down the street from us. <laughs> so, you know, it's no different. We, you know, we're, we're a plane flight away, but it just takes a little more difficult for you guys to get back from where you're at. That's right. Let me ask you a question because, you know, uh, you, you said something a while ago that I, I heard one word. There have been some difficulties where y'all live. Talk about difficulties because I don't I think a lot of people say when you make when you understand the will of God, it's gonna be problem free. It's gonna be easy. We're gonna go and we're gonna do and it's gonna be easy breezy and no problems whatsoever. Have y'all incurred any difficulties in what you've been doing? I think I would answer that by saying yes and no. <laughs> Good. Right? Yes I think, and no. Um the yes is obvious. The yes is for sure. There have been health things. Yeah. Um there have been you know, different struggles along the way, um, in ministry and with people and, and all the things that, that you could imagine. Um, and yet in each of those things, and it's not a, I mean, you could, it's not an exaggeration to say this. It's not just the right Christian thing to say. You could look at our prayer journals and see that in each of the hard, hard, hard moments, like the hardest of the hard, um, we see God in a way that we would not have and could not have otherwise. And that has deepened our faith. And we are thankful for that. 
And again, I mean, I'm talking in moments when you're crying out to the Lord and when you're angry and wrestling, there is that, which is okay. And yet in those things, there's this depth that the Lord brings. But there's an interesting quote that John Piper tells a story about a guy um, named David Livingston or Livingstone. Um, And he says, um, all these struggles and hardships, all these are nothing when compared with the glory which shall be revealed Mm -hmm. in and for us. I never made a sacrifice And so while the answer to your question is technically yes, I think our hearts are that we would never say, oh, this was such a sacrifice. We go for what God is worthy of. It's not a sacrifice. We're just serving him and and things are going to happen and they happen to people here. But we don't want to see it as, oh, we made this big sacrifice for the Lord. Aren't we good? But we go, man, God is so worthy of us going through these things for the sake of the gospel. So you've learned. What Paul says, I keep going back to that Philippians 4 passage, you've learned the secret of being content. And contentment or, or is Or trying to learn. There you go. There you go. We're in learning. Process. Yeah. Yeah. We're learning. Yeah. That's good. Chris, you know, uh, what struggles have you encountered there? Because, you know, when I think of being a missionary, I think of, you know, uh, the possibility that I don't have people I can just talk to all the time. You know, the fellowship that you have here in America is amazing because you've got guys that love you and Lauren, that love your family. And so it's easy to communicate because you understand each other. But over there, it's not the same. How have y'all adjusted to that? Um, Yeah, I think in in keeping with what Lauren said and uh, in in answering your question, uh, as Jesus says to his disciples, um, he who has uh, followed me for the gospel and has left mother, father, home, field, uh, will receive uh, in return a hundred times. So those, and I we've think, seen that, we've and seen we and that. we've seen You've that, seen and, and those are those are the things that I that I believe, as Lauren just alluded to, where you see the Lord show up in the midst of, you know, your daughter, our daughter, uh, is in the hospital with typhoid yeah. and has a hundred and five fever, yeah. and it's you know all night long. But guess what? our colleagues and friends are at the hospital to take our other two girls and put them back in bed as, cause we had to go to the emergency room in the middle of the night. Mm. And so we, we look at that and go, the Lord has provided those things yes. and where we don't have those. And we have uh, rich friendships and we have things that you go, we didn't see this coming. And yes. the Lord answered those promises like at, at our children's baptisms or baby dedications, we have groups of people there. We just have pictures in our mind right now of, of our closest American friends that are present at those events and our closest Asian friends that are present at those events. And that's just the, the fullness of that picture for us, that he's given us this rich life. And, and we're so, so thankful. And, and, and we're seeing this, these last two years have been the most encouraging for us in the previous 11 of seeing the Lord just bear mm. a lot of fruit. I don't know if we have time to share some of those things of just how we are seeing God draw people to himself and to mm-hmm. baptism. Um, and so we're, we're just so humbled and thankful to get mm-hmm. to see those things. What I hear you saying, Chris and Lauren, and I love this, is that when you went there, you were obedient to God to go, and God has provided rich friendships and fellowship. So you didn't go, and God hasn't shown up. Yeah. He's given you things that are bigger. I would, what I'd love for you guys to share with me now, and I know our audience would love this, is, you know, talk about what has God done where y'all been? What, what, what blessings can we take from what God has done in y'all's lives now? Um, yeah, 
Uh, I'll just, I'll tell a short story just to kind of hit to the heart of, uh, what we're seeing God do right now Mm -hmm. in this country. Um, And we might just change the names a little bit for their safety, but, but you'll get the picture still. Yeah. So, uh, this is a story about, uh, two college girls, uh, Mal and Nof, and, uh, they're college students at a Muslim university and Nof has a dream one night, uh, that the whole earth is dark and a light begins to appear on the face of the earth. And then from that light, another one next to it, another one next to it, and it begins to spread across the face of the earth. And where the original light appeared, a cross rises out of the earth into the sky, (laughs) and a star shines at the head of the cross and illuminates the entire universe. And boom, she wakes up. And she goes to her friend Mal, and she says, Mal, I just had this dream. I, I'm shaken. I don't know. And then she recounts her dream to her. And Mal says, hey, you know that's the sign of the Christian Jesus, don't you? She goes, I, that's what I thought too. I, I, I don't know what it means. And I, I had all these feelings and I felt this like, re- it was so real. It was so real. So her friend Mal says, well, I'll tell you what, there's a coffee shop right by the entrance of our university. And I was there a, a couple of days ago, and there was a group of people, and the girl who works there was telling them about Isa Almasi, which is the name for Jesus. Let's go there and befriend her. Maybe she'll figure this, help us figure this out. So she goes to that. They go to that coffee shop every day for seven days to meet this girl who works there. Now the girl. I'll pause the story for a minute. The girl who works there is someone that has been in um, met a church planter that we have had the opportunity to equip and train and send out to this region. And this is a local Asian person. So we trained up these two local Asians as husband and woman, and they led a family to Christ in 2019. And this girl at the coffee shop is one of those people that was led. So since 2019, this girl working at the coffee shop has been a follower of Jesus. So Mal and Nof go there, they meet with her and they sit and they just for every day for a week, finally on the seventh day, Nof looks at this girl and she goes, hey, aren't you going to tell me about Jesus? And granted, these, this is in a 100% Muslim area. And, uh, and E, this girl, she says, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? What have you heard? Why are you asking me this? And so she recounts her dream to her. And in that moment, she realizes and it connects with her all that she's been learning and being discipled in, that disciples are called to make disciples. And so she says, the Lord has prepared this person and I'm to lean into this. So she, um, she invites Mal and Nof to come back after the shop closes and they begin to open up scripture and they walk through the Old Testament and these scriptures that are showing that without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins, the, the one who is to come. And then they start reading about Jesus. And this is, was happening just this past spring. And so last May, Mal and Nof gave their lives to Jesus and were baptized in a place where the gospel is not proclaimed right. because a faithful disciple yes. brought together a family and yes. a household and that new disciple knew that she was to make disciples. Wow. And so in that story, I think you see that God is drawing and preparing people to himself. And and maybe to bring this full circle too for this podcast, those foundational pieces of scripture that you know we learned at the Institute that were equipping us put us in a position to be able to help others be trained and equipped, that they would see that the discipleship of the nations is key. And so this Asian couple that we got to walk alongside and coach and send out as church planners, they grasp that and they are using the foundations of scripture to disciple. Mm. 
and those are being passed on to spiritual generations. Mm. And we're praying for more and more that we have a couple encouraging and exciting stories, even in the last few months of, of beliefs and baptisms, but we don't want to just be satisfied with that. We're praying for a movement for the glory of God, multiple hundreds and thousands of groups of these churches of new believers. And so you can just even pray with us if you pause it right now and just take a minute where you are and just pray with us that God would work in mighty ways in this country for his glory, bringing hundreds and thousands to himself. Mm. You know, Lauren and Chris, one of the things I just gleaned from what you've just said, and I, my heart is beating fast right now because I'm hearing that social media is good, but the greater social media is the power of prayer that God can reveal through our dreams, mm -hmm. as he did Daniel, as you look at the Old mm -hmm. Testament. And you guys talked about it in the last podcast that our, you know, one of the things we teach here at the Institute is we teach that the Old Testament that we are seeing golden threads all the way through that are presenting Christ. And so they're looking backwards, trying to see Christ in the future, where we're looking backwards, see what Christ has done. And Christ has always revealed himself, and he's still doing that, even yeah. where you're at. God is being revealed in these dreams, and people are coming to Christ. And it's our job to equip the nations for the work of the ministry. And you guys are doing it, and I could not be more proud of you for what God is doing and how he's using you in a third world because your calling was clear. You, you listened to God. You fasted. You prayed. You're obedient to God. God provided the resources, but he needed you to say, I'm willing to go no matter where I go. I'll go for the glory of God. And even though your families might not have been on board at first and that you knew there were going to be difficulties, you went. And through sickness, health, uh struggles. Y'all have been faithful to your calling. It wasn't easy, but you said, you know what? Life isn't easy. We're here because God called us. And that was a choice that y'all made to answer that question. I'm not going to see the negative of it. I'm going to see the positive. I want to be where God wants me to be to do what God called me to do. And I am so blessed to say to you guys out in the audience today, you know, God is going to honor your faithfulness. And I want you to be in prayer for Chris and Lauren and their three beautiful kiddos, that the God will continue to use them mightily for your glory to raise up warriors for Christ, that his will would be done. And we cannot thank you guys. Chris and Lauren, is there any last words you'd like to give us today on this podcast? Um, actually, I was just thinking as you were talking, Keith, you're uh, very kind and, and honoring to us. Uh, but I think just it's worth saying that the things that the Lord has shown us in our time in, in this country and uh, in the country we're serving in and in our years there, it's a, it's been a process. And so I, I wouldn't want anyone to walk away thinking that at the beginning that we were more mm. than some, you know, as you, I alluded to this in the last, but I guess, but I mean, you were kind, but you didn't say this, but people probably thought I was a knucklehead coming through the Institute when I was a student, you know, like the, little the, arrogant. the maturity, it, you know, it, it, I think that you asked, what would we say? I would just say that it is a process and yeah. it is a, it is a journey that I think the Lord's grace, we're yes. able to communicate some of these things. And you know, I made the joke that we're, we're seeking to understand as you alluded yes. to Ephesians four, but that, we didn't, we didn't depart with these yeah. things. It's yeah. been a process the Lord has sanctified And we haven't us. arrived at it. Yeah. None of us have. And so there's just a joy in inviting people today to say, keep asking God what he has for you. Mm. Be faithful to whatever that is. Care about the nations wherever you are. Care about the lost wherever you are. And just find joy in following whatever Jesus has for you. There's, mm. there's fullness of joy in his presence 
we get to share that today, but we know you could each sit here and share your stories of that. And so it's just I love a privilege. That. I got to, I got to ask you to do one more favor, Lauren. You shared something this morning in classroom you know, about your kids and how you're discipling your kids. Talk to me just for a second in conclusion. Yeah, super, super fun. So at the Institute, I got to do Bible overview. I had to make a project, you know, with all that information. So I made an acronym of each of the 12 eras, like for oh, creation, it was C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-C, Creator God establishes earth and man in seven days, R, right away, even Adam sin, and, and kind of went through this whole thing. And and just as an encouragement to those who have been through the Institute, and you have the materials, you have the knowledge, you have the tools you learn, there's just still such opportunity to use that today. I've gotten a disciple college girls through that Bible overview project, but then just this past spring overseas in homeschool, I got to take our um, fourth grader and our first grader through Bible overview. And I just said, I'm not going to wait till they're 20 to go to the Institute. They're going to know God's word now. So they each memorized all the 12 acronyms and the errors so they could walk someone in five minutes through Genesis to Revelation with all the details in between. And it was just so, so fun to see them do that, to get excited about God's word and to start to understand who the prophets are and what that means. And these little girls are getting that now. And so it's it's just, we're so, so thankful for the roots and the foundation mm-hmm. we have through the Canuckuck Institute that we have these tools now. We're using mm-hmm. overseas, we're using them with our kids, and they're just forever tools. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Lauren and Chris, for coming in here today and just sharing with us your story, a story of redemption, a story of God's grace, His mercy, as He's taken you guys someplace in your willingness to be obedient to God's calling and you're doing faithfully what he's asked you to do with your gifts, your talents, and God is going to use you for his glory. And I just want you guys in the audience today, please be praying for this couple, that they would just continue being faithful to his calling. And that, you know, you, if you guys are out there, you, whether you're alumni or just listen to the podcast right now, you know, your next steps, fast, pray, ask God to give you wisdom, ask him to give you direction. But most importantly, just make sure that no matter where you're at, you're there as a missionary. Right here in Branson, we're missionaries in Branson to the glory of God. And, and we want to make sure that we are doing the very thing that uh, God called us to do. And as Lauren just shared uh, in her project with the Overview of the Bible, and, and as she presented it, it's not just for the people out there in the world. It's for our own family, her own children. And guys, go back and review your belief statement of, of, of your Overview of the Bible. Look at it, refine it, and be teaching it because you can teach this you may think, well, I've, I'm not smart enough to go teach. No, you know enough. Now, go do it and make disciples. Hey, thank you all so very much. We love you guys. Yeah, thanks and for having we, us. You betcha. And guys, if you're out there today and you're wondering what you should do next, what is the will of God? Hey, listen to these two podcasts and just know that Chris and Lauren made some major decisions in their life that, and they are world changers today. And we are so thankful to have them in our with us today and thankful for you out there. Hey, may God bless you. We love you. Hey, serve the Lord. Make him known in whatever capacity that God has called you to do that. So thank you again. God bless. Have the best day. Bye-bye.